Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to have a very, very accomplished author from Canada, Mr. Colby Sharma. Colby, welcome to the show. Ashutosh, thank you so much for you know, having me here. It's a tremendous opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much. Colby is the author of uh, a book titled The Curveball. Uh, it is a story of grit, adversity, and winning the game of life. Um, I must say, at a very, very young age, you've written uh, a book like this. Colby, let's start talking about the curveball. So sure. before I start, for our viewers and listeners, what is a curveball? Well, you know, the curveball is a metaphor that denotes a time in your life when you've experienced an unexpected situation happen. And mm-hmm. COVID being the prime example of that. You know, we've all been caught unaware. And a curveball really speaks to how you can build back from that. Right. And I teach, you, I teach some of the, the, the lessons and tactics in the book. Okay. I'm, I'm going, to, we're going to come to some of those points as the, you know, the, in a few minutes. So what was your motivation to write this book? My prime motivation is because I wanted to share my story and the challenges that I've overcome in my life mm-hmm. with others. Okay. You know, so if do, I want, can, do you want to if talk can, about your story a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Mm. So what uh, I'm speaking about is I had, um, I had a learning disability when I was, uh, when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I overcame that to, to go to law school and I worked in law. So I wanted to put my experiences that I've gone through into the book mm-hmm. and I, so many people right now can relate to that. You know, we're going through so much as a society. Right. The pandemic has really ripped at the social fabric mm. of societies. You know, we're seeing so many things across the board. So right. that right. was my primary motivation to write the book. The second thing is I wanted to combine sports and, and leadership and, and life lessons. Because so I think that, you know, that's so important. There's nothing that brings us together like sports, like cricket in India or hockey in Canada. Mm. So I wanted to really tap into that and having played sports, it was just a natural metaphor for me to put. Fascinating. Fascinating. And uh, you also talk about how you overcame adversity and learned to turn fear into fuel. Uh, Help me understand this with an example. So when I went through my, my learning disability experience, my dad dropped me off. He said, you know, I said to him, "Are, are, are you sure I have to go here? He's like, yes, you do, but it'll do all good things for you. And too often we, we shrug that off. Be like, oh, you know, it might not. I'm just going to be uh, a loner. I might not fit in here. Mm-hmm. But little did I know it would change absolutely everything. for me. He taught me to embrace my true potential when so many people didn't. So many people didn't believe in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave me the mental fortitude. Uh, I met one of my best friends in that experience. So it really brought so many, so much joy and brought so much, um, so many, so many benefits. Wonderful. One thing would, I would suggest is mm-hmm. surrendering perfection and embrace inner reflection mm-hmm. as an antidote to turn adversity into opportunity. So too often when we're faced with challenges and adversity, we want to get it over and done with. Like, oh, I want to be rid of the challenge. I want to be rid of the complexity. Mm-hmm. But that contains key learnings and key growth points for us. So the first thing would be surrender 
perfection and said embrace inner reflection. The other thing I would suggest is embrace the challenge and break it down step by step. And I call this in the book at page 23, going through it one base at a time. Because mm-hmm. if you look at it in baseball, there's four, three bases. We have to go through all of them mm-hmm. to hit a home run. And that's a metaphor I'd like to suggest for everyone when they're going through adversity. Just look at it one base at a time. What's the smallest thing I can overcome to help me in the furtherance of my goal and o- overcome the challenge? Fantastic. It's the same as in the corporate world. You know, I've often said, plan big, but take bite-sized my, uh, steps. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, Colby, you also talk about getting back to rituals to help mm-hmm. us. Uh, tell me more. So as I share at page 67 in the book, mm-hmm. when the going gets tough, the tough return to rituals. Mm-hmm. So many people are feeling, you know, my rituals are, are lost right now. COVID is taking my rituals away. I can't go to the gym. I can't have my, you know, tea uh, the tea stall, mm-hmm. simple things like that. But I want to share with you that it's not so much about creating new rituals. It's remembering our old rituals mm-hmm. and what got us back to higher performance and what we did that got us to our, our next best self. So how do you remember your rituals? Well, you really focus on the smallest things that you can do mm-hmm. that trigger the higher performance selves. Okay. And it's really, it's all about getting yourself back to basics. Mm-hmm. If you go to the, the literature, there was a piece in the Harvard Business Review by... Um, uh, Not to worry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. share that. I'll share the name too. But there was yeah. a piece about you know, the restorative power of rituals mm-hmm. and how the smallest thing you can do mm-hmm. will really be key in triggering your higher performance. Okay. So it's coming up with the smallest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be something big. But if we look at what a ritual is, it's a deeper set of practices that trigger the higher performance responses in our brains. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I like to suggest is creating a Facebook group okay. around a cause that you believe in, mm-hmm. bringing people together, talking with friends, talking with family. Those are actionable steps you can take that are going to be ritualized, that are going to help you become better, become happier become your best self and it's something you can do that can have an impact um, even when you might not think it has an impact amazing amazing so continuing with your book on page 43 you talk about controlling our responses Mm -hmm. uh, and how they can help us uh, handle complex emotions Uh, tell me a little bit about this so so that quote is really saying you don't have to go through every single response. You don't have to be happy and sad. And it's, it's unrealistic to do so. Mm. Even if we go back to um, Viktor Frankl, before thoughts, therein lies our freedom. We have a pocket of space and time between the responses. And now we can, can adjust that accordingly. Mm-hmm. So if we're looking to embrace and get rid of complexity and adversity, mm. we have to start by controlling our responses. How do we think about this? How do we feel about it? The other thing I want to share is going off uh, Viktor Frankl's point, but it's going back to Freud. So between the heroic self and the egoic self, they're in perpetual tension. So we can control our responses mentally, physiologically, Mm. emotionally, if we can just take that step and breathe. 
Just take that step between, you know, the stimulus and the response mm. and plan how we're going to go about this. Mm. What are we going to say to ourselves? How are we going to feel about it? And that's what I want people to, to get from page 43. It's really stripping it down, mm -hmm. taking it a step back and not being so reactive when we mm. get to the moment of adversity. Incredible. And moving on, you know, on page 79, you talk about how adversity is a team sport. Um, how can people implement this in our lives? So that really goes back to a concept that I call there, T-H-E-R-E, mm -hmm. the human experience required for excellence. Mm -hmm. Human experience required for excellence. Okay. And we all have things we can share with one another. We all have things that we can impart. It doesn't have to be grandiose. It can be the smallest and simplest of, of messages. Right. And that, at page 79, go back to that scene. Mm -hmm. He's really caught between the, the two things. He's caught between the team doesn't respect him anymore, mm -hmm. but he's the leader of the team. Mm -hmm. But he needs to know how to act by example. Right. And bringing people together, mm -hmm. bringing people on board the team again. Mm. Having them surrender to the, the vision, mm. not just the leader. So it's embracing those archetypes. You know, um, uh, a thousand tides drag all boats. It's, mm -hmm. that, kind of, it, it's that kind of analogy. Mm. But you we want to be able to rely on others when you're in the moment of adversity. Mm. Surrender your ego, surrender your perfectionism, and embrace one another. And adversity and like the pandemic has never been a better time mm. to do that. Mm. You have so many options. We can do Zoom calls. We can text each other. We can Skype. So many available tools that we have available to us. Mm. We just have to surrender our own selves and stop fighting with ourselves and pick up the call and ask someone for help and for guidance. Wow. So that's, that's what page 79 was all about. Fantastic. So Colby, now moving on. You know, when I was reading about you, you're on a mission to help young people overcome challenges to live happier. Mm -hmm. uh, first, tell me, what are you doing to help young people overcome their challenges? I'm sharing with myself authentically. I'm sharing with myself where I came from, yeah. the challenges that I've been through, that so many people are going through today. Mm. So many people go through challenges each and every single day. And I want them to know that it's okay. I hear you. I see you. And I want to be part of your journey to getting you to where you truly need to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing it through the message of the curveball where we might have faced an unexpected path, mm -hmm. but doesn't mean the journey forward is going to be smooth sailing. It will still require work. It will still require getting back to basics. Mm -hmm. And that's the framework that I want to share in my book. Wow. We also spoke a little while ago about the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I'd love to get your perspective on how has the pandemic affected young people? Massively. Mm -hmm. You know, the school closures for months and months on end have, you know, ripped at the societal fabric of teenagers, of people, you know, teens, 20-somethings, 30-somethings. So it's driven a tremendous impact across all, all, uh, all, all sectors. Mm -hmm. Mental health. Um, Friends, they can't see their friends as much as they used to. Uh, job opportunities are lacking, but there might be an influx of demand for the jobs, but supply is a little mm. limited. 
So it's worked at mental health, physical health, societal health. And I think the next pandemic is going to be the mental health fallout that comes from this. And, you know, based on all your own experience and uh, your own research mm-hmm. and your own understanding, what are some of the ways people can handle some of these mental health challenges? It's knowing that it's not permanent. It's knowing that if we want to talk about mental health mm-hmm. and we want to talk about, you know, people that have been faced with challenges, but what is on the outside of that? Mm-hmm. What is on the other side of of that? How can I think about things in a different way and shaping my perspective mm-hmm. and coming to it from a new beginning? You know, in a lot of my stuff, I share the bridge technique. Right. On one side of the bridge is my past, mm-hmm. my present challenge, but on the other end is my future. On the other end is my future. On the other hand is my potential. On the other hand is all the infinite possibilities, though. So it's recognizing that, firstly, this is not set in stone. These challenges and these societal fissures are not set in stone by any means. We will all come back better. We will all come back stronger from these experiences, though. So I want to I share that with them, that, you know, this is not permanent. Your mental health, take it slow. Don't need to be perfectionist. And I think that's really important. You know, I came from law. It stresses perfectionism. It stresses, you know... If you don't do this, you might you won't get to where you will. No, you will get to where you will. Embrace what I'm sharing in the curveball. Embrace surrendering your ego, leaving that out the, at the door, mm. going through it one base at a time. That's how your mental health will become better. That's how you will become stronger as we as we look to turn adversity to our greatest opportunity. Amazing, amazing. And uh, you know, you've been working, I'm sure, with a lot of young people. Can you share? one or two instances uh, of where you have helped without any names, of course. I did a talk for someone and she had a a learning disability. And I said to her, I said, you know, let's work to change the narrative around disability. Mm -hmm. Do not diss my innate ability though. Because we all have gifts. Absolutely. We all have something we can bring to the table though. Mm -hmm. But it's willing to reach out a hand and say, I want you on my journey, though. I mm. want to bring you along with me. Mm. That's how we can help people unlock their potential and help them feel better. Mm. And when we show up authentically, and she said, you know, that instance just changed everything for me. Mm. You know, I can see that so many people wrote me off. I don't need to be written off anymore. Wow. Wow. What a powerful example. Thank you. So, Colby, uh, one more question relating to your book. Uh, where is this? Is this book available on Amazon and all the other platforms? So this book is available on Amazon through Jayco Publishing House. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an ebook, audiobook, and paperback form. Uh, if you would like to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram, mm-hmm. Colby Sharma Official, Facebook, The Curveball Forty Six. Mm-hmm. Also, like to say that I'm available for public speaking. I do keynotes for organizations individuals, other groups like that. If you also like to get in touch with my coaching, I have the Scouting Report coaching program. Also, I'm writing my next book. So stay stay tuned for that. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, uh, tell me a little bit about the coaching that you do. So it's called the Scouting Report. I work with you uh, through the whole 30 days. 
Mm-hmm. So you get me for an hour every single day, mm-hmm. and that's priced at three thousand dollars. Okay. And what is the work that you do? We work on you know where you're going, where you've come from, and where you want to go, mm-hmm. and we really help you see all all parts of yourself mm-hmm. and how you can be come better and what we can work on together. Amazing. So I could we have time for a couple of more questions? Yeah, for sure. Uh, sure. You know, I'm going to ask you a few questions because my listeners and viewers love to get to know my guest a little better. Uh, tell me, what does success mean to Colby? Helping people become better than they were. Mm-hmm. Having it, it, this goes back, you know, to, to Gandhi. Be the change we want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. If I can help young people. people you know and, and really any walk of life but sharing my message authentically mm-hmm. then that's something i've done well and that's something i just i want to live by what a great answer uh my next question is who or what inspires you number one uh being in different places traveling inspires me you know doing work that really uplifts people when people say i like your book really means a lot because I had a lot of imposter syndrome when I wrote the book. You know, I was 21 years old putting pen to paper. I didn't know how it would go. So that's inspiring and it really gets me going, you know, each and every single day. Mm. I friends, family inspires me, you know, being in great restaurants inspires me, great food, uh playing sports and meeting really interesting people. Mm. Wonderful. And my last question to you Colby, that if you were a role model Yeah. millions of children who closely followed you and your lifestyle or your life choices what is the one thing you would change in yourself that we have to let go in order to move forward we have to go backward in order to move forward and that's something that we encounter in in professional settings or in 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 social settings as well but that's something we can use in whatever sector we find ourselves in in whatever in whatever whatever path Thank you. What a great response. Colby on that note, thank you so much. It's been such a privilege speaking to you. Thank so, you for thank talking. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you so very much. Um Daniel Bad and Namaste. Namaste and thank you again for talking to me about thank the curve ball. I'm going to ask all our viewers and listeners to see if they'd like to read the book. Uh, it's available as Colby just said on Amazon and a lot of other platforms. And uh, I'm sure all of us will be looking forward to your next book. Good luck. Thank you so much Ashutosh. Thank, Thank you. you. Be well. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube. Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.